0: Hello, welcome to episode two hundred and twenty one of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm James. And today is maybe the entire or maybe just part one of the March of the Machines uh, uh set review.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be part one. There's a there's a lot of cards to talk about. This set's um I don't know if it's the most powerful set we've had even recently. Um but there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here, so a lot of cool, cool cards and interactions to talk about. I think.
0: Yeah. Um. So, uh, starting this week, this is going to be very important. Uh, all of our links for social media and stuff are in the description. But uh, we had a <laughs> we had a domain issue, so I had to uh, make us a new domain because nice. uh, we hit the big time enough that we uh. Did not renew our domain or the the person who had been renewing our domain did not or something and uh someone in Germany squatted on it with bids starting at a thousand euros or nine hundred and ninety eight yeah. euros so our website generated... our our links generated enough traffic that they were that someone thought they were worth a thousand euros to us
1: <laughs> somebody thought they were gonna blackmail us for a thousand dollars
0: yeah <laughs> yeah and again, like I I have no idea how much Harry Potter money's worth. I don't know what, what a euro is. Yeah. Like, is that is that a full yeah.
1: dollar? I think, I think it might be I more than a dollar. I think they're about the same recently. Yeah, but
0: I have no idea what, you know, what what Harry Potter money's worth. So, uh, yeah. And before someone goes like, oh, Harry Potter's British, that's a pound. Shut up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Um, it's not
1: US dollar reduced, so it's all fake money, right? <laughs> it's all fake money. Yeah, it's different Sorry, colors. Sorry, we're overseas listeners.
0: Yeah, it has different colors and, and like, weird animals on it. doesn't count.
1: It's made doesn't, of plastic.
0: Yeah, it does not count. Isn't, like, Australian
1: money made of plastic or I something?
0: I think, and, like, I think Australian money, or maybe it's Euro, they're different sizes. Yeah. Because they try to be inclusive of people that are uh, visually impaired, and America's mm. just, like, suck it up. hope you don't get scammed (laughs) it's like deal with it like thanks america i appreciate that uh so anyway all of our links for stuff are down there uh where we are working on updating and fixing things
1: yeah our email probably isn't right and the first way to support our show hopefully works now our uh, tcg player affiliate link we had to change Ah, uh, the new link is CasualTryHard.com slash tcg.
0: I spent the um, extra ten dollars
1: for a dot com. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that link should be in the description. I updated that. I believe I updated that in mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, mtg dot com slash tcg. If you now
0: dot com, not not mt no mtg. That one that one was gone.
1: Did I say mtg? Yeah.
0: Casualtryhard.com oh, yeah. slash TCG. Because yeah. the Sorry, other I one was, was our old link the Yeah, I yeah. could not uh I could not uh spring for the dot GG. Mm. That was hundred and twenty bucks. So I was like, no. Ooh, wow. No thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no thank you. Uh, yeah,
1: for nine hundred dollars more we could have had uh, our, our own old one back, still. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh so yeah, if you want to support the show that's one way you can do it with our TCG Player affiliate link if you're looking to buy singles or you know what, whatever else you peruse on TCG Player. Um, if you follow our link to get there, we will get a portion of whatever you spend and it helps to support everything we do. If you want to support us a little bit more directly, that hasn't changed. You can go to patreon.com slash uh chip in a couple bucks, however much you think we're worth to you, and we would really appreciate it. In exchange, you get um, access to our show notes, so you get a sneak peek about what the show is going to be. You also get access to our pre-show every week. Before we sit down to record the show, we also catch up for about an hour. When this is really the only time we get to see each other anymore is on the when we do the show. So you know, the two of us kind of catch up and talk about the show, talk about magic, talk about you know whatever we got going on in our lives, and we record it. So that our patrons can listen in, get all the juicy details. Uh, patrons also get put in my mailing list for when I have gift backs to send out. Um, I got lots of great feedback about this round of gift backs. So uh, if you want to be included, chip a couple bucks in at patreoncom casualtryhardmtg. And roundabouts another month, I'll be sending another wave out. So get in before that happens. Yeah. While we're talking about Patreon, I want to thank our latest patron, Seth. Thanks, Seth. You're thank you, Seth. Yeah. Chipping in to support the show.
0: Yeah. He was like, this link works still. Good. I'll use that one. <laughs> yep.
1: Oops. So, uh, and then YouTube? Yeah. Surprise. We have a YouTube channel. We do. You You can see a video version of this podcast, which I highly recommend because I will be putting the cards that we're talking about up on the screen in between our smiling faces so you can follow along with us live. Uh, we do record every show as a video episode. that comes out on Thursdays alongside the regular show, um, Casual Triart MTG on YouTube. And we also do some other content there. Brian does mainly limited content uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, although that may change a little bit coming up depending... Um, Maybe some constructed stuff in there. We'll see. And on Tuesdays, I do Tomfoolery Tuesdays, where I play random jank in whatever format I feel like. So tune in for that. That's always fun. If you guys got any cool decks you want me to play on Tomfoolery, you can uh, hit me up and let me know. Uh, I'm
0: just, you know, scrolling through our analytics, and I had Mm -hmm. not really ever seen the... uh the uh whatever this one is this the uh saram uh thumbnail <laughs> yeah you like that one <laughs> yeah that's pretty it's pretty good
1: it's pretty my good My thumbnails are great they are they're
0: better than they're better than my thumbnails i will
1: i will tell you that right now it is worth subscribing to our youtube channel just so you get to see my just, thumbnails. just for the thumbnail art yeah yeah even if you don't want to i mean watch please watch please
0: yes <laughs> you but, might uh, enjoy also, it just, Just look at my thumbnails. They're pretty great. (laughs) Alright, so we're going to do what we've been doing for these um, in the last few sets, um, which is kind of go over the gold uncommons Mm -hmm. and then uh, talk about what we think the limited environment's going to be like, and then kind of work through card by card um, discussions of the cards for uh, 60 card formats for them mm-hmm. mostly so we came to the realization that wizards
1: might not be doing their like draft archetype articles anymore yeah the last few sets I haven't found like an official you know magic.wizards.com uh, draft limited archetype article they've always been on like some other gaming news website weird yeah not sure why that is but so if these aren't 100% correct uh don't shoot the messenger <laughs> i think they're pretty close though i i tried to i tried to check them versus the like the actual card that represents the archetype so i think they're pretty close
0: yeah i think uh hopefully it's it's weird that they're not doing it anymore but yeah eh. I mean, they only they only made like a billion dollars last year. I mean, I can understand why they got to like cut some writers and stuff. Like, hey, it's pretty. It makes sense, right? It's pretty
1: rough. So you got to support all of Hasbro. So you do, (laughs) you do. (laughs) Some big shoulders. You got to hold up Optimus.
0: Yeah, and he's a whole robot. My Little Pony. (laughs) My Little Pony.
1: And the Monopoly Man.
0: Oh yeah, so many things, so many things that people
1: don't do anymore. That's right, yeah. yeah. carrying all of them. It's
0: gotta be rough to, like, make board games in 2023. It's like, um... So, does this work with my phone? It does not. Does this do anything? Can I plug it in? You cannot. Ooh, it's rough.
1: Well, I mean, it's also weird because, I mean, this is like, we could probably do a whole episode on this, like, of itself, but board games have changed so much, like, you know, it used to be you go, you know, you went to the board game section of your bookstore or whatever, and there was like Monopoly and Connect Four and a couple of chess sets, and that was basically it. And now, like the number one, the board game section is like four or five aisles. Mm-hmm. And like there's the complexity, I guess, of board games has come so, so far. So uh, we mentioned in the pre-show
0: I went and played Pioneer at my LGS for the first time, uh, any paper. It was the first time I had shuffled cards in uh, six in in three years. There we go. And oh. at the end, they were gonna play a board game, and it is iPad driven. So yeah. like they set up the board and it had like a little like a kind t- of like the Dark Tower. And like mm-hmm. it like synced to the iPad. And so the yeah. iPad was like playing music and I was like, What is going on? And I was he's like, Oh yeah, it's iPad driven. It's a you gotta have the game. app game. Like, okay, whatever. So anyway, yeah. back to limited. So blue white is Night Tribal.
1: Yeah. The uh, signpost for this here is Marshall of Zelfir. A uh, blue and a white for a two-two human knight. Other knights you control get plus one plus one, and you can play a blue and a white and tap it to tap another creature. So this is pretty obviously a signpost for knight tribal. It's just a knight lord. hmm Um, some of the other cards
0: like uh, are like putting stun counters on things, and there's a couple bounce spells and things mm-hmm. like that. It's like it's like your blue white. Tempo deck, but instead of being skies, it's nights. So like you're yeah. you're on the ground, but there's a lot of ways to get things out of the way, or with a uh, good old Marshall here to uh, make things bigger, mm-hmm. to to kind of get through things that way. Yep. So I don't think it's gonna play too much different than skies, right? Just on the ground. Just on the ground. So keep that in mind that you're gonna want like y stuff. Cause this is gonna be a, a deck that's gonna try to steal games. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Next up, we have White Black, which is Phyrexian Tribal. Ooh, lots
1: of tribal in this limited art format, I guess. Yeah. Um, one of the archetypes, if you listen to our previous episode, is or not one of the archetypes. One of the mechanics is incubate. Um. The incubate tokens turn into Phyrexians. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is going to be something that this archetype cares about is those incubate tokens. Um, the signpost that we have here is sculpted perfection to white black for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, you incubate two. So you uh, get a, you know, an incubator token with two counters on it, and then you can pay two to transform it into a zero zero. And it gets plus one, plus one, or the two plus one, plus one counters make it a two, two. And then uh, the, I guess, static ability for this enchantment is Phyrexians you control get plus one, plus one. So this thing makes you a Phyrexian and makes it bigger.
0: So there are um, a number of, like, they've slapped Incubate on a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. There's also, I think, a rare Phyrexian Lord as well. Okay. It's like one in the black uh, for a a lord and it feels like some of the incubates are like really priced to move Mm -hmm. where like they maybe not as uh, offensive as the um, oh gosh what is it the decayed zombies where they just didn't price them in on like any card. I think there's a few cards that might not have been super priced in so I'm trying to look
1: for some examples here of a... Uh... One thing that I think we, while you're looking for that, that we didn't like super touch on last week um, about these incubate tokens is you can kind of think of these like a morph. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, this ability uses the stack where morphs didn't. Um, but that's kind of what you can think of this as. It's a It's a token that like... You can turn into a creature at instant speed.
0: So, like, for example, it's like Sunder the Gateway. It's one in the white for destroy target, non-token artifact, or enchantment and opponent controls, Incubate 2. Mm. Or Incubate 2, then transform an incubator token you control. So it can just be a 2-mana 2-2, or, like, mm. a a disenchant. Um, yeah. There's a couple like when I die, there's a four, three for five that when it dies, incubate three. Now, like you have to the fact that you have to pay two mana does like make it be a little bit more work. And mm-hmm. they don't have a bunch of incubate stuff at lower rarities and even in black white. But I think they just have a ton of Phyrexians. So Yeah, like, they
1: did a they kinda did a good job, if you like not from a mechanical point of view. I'm not saying they didn't do a good job from a mechanical point of view, but if you look at the set from like a world-building point of view, um, all of the planes that have battles for them, they made sure were represented on like some number of cards, and they showed both sides of the battle as well. So you have, like, from each plane that there's a battle on, you have things that are Phyrexianized and things that are battling the Phyrexians so mm-hmm. there are a lot of phyrexians at every rarity yeah so
0: it's interesting that like i said that like there's also a white spell that gives all your phyrexians a white enchantment that gives all your phyrexians vigilance mm. so like you can, you can kind of just like put together you know robo phyrexians like just like giant hard yeah. to deal with phyrexians and a lot of the incubates just kind of give you slow value, where like, hey, this thing died, you get a creature later. Yep. So here's your egg. Here's your egg. Now you wait. Yep. All right. Next up, we have uh, Black Red Sacrifice. Surprised. See, <laughs> we have Storm Claw Rager, one red black or one black red, uh, for a two two with one sacrifice another creature or artifact. Put a plus one, plus one counter on Stormclaw, Rager, and draw a card. Activate only as a sorcery. Yep. Um, the and draw a card makes this, like, particularly powerful. It does.
1: Uh, sorcery speed is a little awkward for the sacrifice deck. Like, it. typically the sacrifice decks want to do things at instant speed to, like, mess with combat or mess with removal spells mm-hmm. or whatever. But, yeah, draw a card is very important. And also that you can sacrifice an artifact mm-hmm. uh, because you can sacrifice your incubate tokens. Your unflipped things.
0: There were yep. a lot of... I was listening to the limited resources uh, set review, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of sacrifice outlets in this set. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, we're, we're going to talk about a couple later on, I think. Yeah,
0: Maybe not a huge number of payoffs, but a yeah. lot of sacrifice outlets. Also, the... Um, the threaten in this set
1: yeah, yeah we're going to talk about that one too okay. is
0: is is <laughs> is it uncommon which okay sometimes hurts the sacrifice deck because you want to be like when the threatens it common yeah. right now you just get access to a common removal spell that no one else wants
1: yeah but well it's a, it's a good one too though yeah it is very good it, it's better than normal Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, really the only reason I wanted to talk about it. Oh, right. Is that it's better than normal with Sacrifice as an archetype, so. All right. We have blue black. Hey, this is Brian from the future. After we recorded the
0: episode, I went on to Twitter, and Yeoman5 had tweeted at some Watsy staff about Halo Forager, and Watsy staff got back to him and said that, yes, X can be zero. So all of our talk about it being fun... Still uh, relevant, but some of the talk about how you can pay for X is a little wrong. So I just wanted to give you a heads up there. Which And this uh, is
1: a card that we had some uh, some requests to talk about. So instead of talking about it later, we're going to talk about it right here. Okay. So And this is Halo Forager. Uh, one blue-black for a 3-1 fairy rogue with flying. And when it enters the battlefield, you may pay X. When you do, you may cast target instant or sorcery card with mana value X from a graveyard, without paying its mana cost. If that spell would be put into a graveyard, exile it instead. So the uh, the blue-black archetype is casting from graveyard. Yes. Um, so this
0: is this card is one like slow. Uh, what's it called? Slow Snapcaster Mage,
1: mm-hmm. so sorcery speed. Snap, snapcaster Mage. Yeah,
0: uh, but still, uh, uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, a three-one body for three is good, right? Like it's, that's like oh, Brazen Borrower. That is, yeah, Brazen Borrower. I was thinking Apollo. Right, that's mm-hmm. like a rare rare to mythic level, Vendillion Click level, yeah. um, uh, body. Now granted like Vendillion Click and Brazen Borrower have flash, but right. this is still like a body that closes a game pretty
1: quickly and have to yeah, get I extra actually value. think this is kind of a, uh, a close analog to Brazen Borrower. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's not, it doesn't have flash, but it, it's a three mana, three, one flyer that draws you a card. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and... You, you're on the, in,
0: like, Brazen Borrower's on the installment plan, right? It's two, yeah. then three, where mm-hmm. this is all five of that mana has to be on one turn. Yeah. But it also doesn't have to be a bounce spell. Correct. Right, like, Thought Sees You, then on turn four, Halo Forager, Thought Sees You Again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is probably pretty backbreaking. Yeah. Uh... So I know in the discord, there was talk about, can you cast zeros? Can you cast, um, uh, ancestral visions or stuff? So yeah. the, so here you go. So I went to the, 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 the release notes cause there was some mm-hmm. interesting stuff in the release notes. So mm-hmm. when it enters the battlefield, uh, so, Halo Forgers enter the battlefield ability triggers and goes on the stack without a target. If you pay mana, the second reflexive triggered ability will trigger. You'll choose target instant sorcery card for the second ability at that time based on the value you chose for X. Uh, so they specifically say if you pay mana. Right? The trigger the reflexive trigger goes on the stack. So if you don't pay mana, It seems like the way it's worded, you don't get the second ability. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh wait, here we go. If, look, if card X has a mana cost, you may choose zero as the value of X when casting it without paying his, oh, no, right, wrong thing. Uh, uh, wrong thing. So it seems like, um, uh, it seems like you have like to you'd...
1: pay some sort of mana for the ability to happen to go yes. on the stack.
0: Yes. And if you pay mana, you're past one. Right. So 0 does not put the second part it doesn't put the reflexive trigger on the stack. Right. So I'm assuming So
1: what happens with Trinisphere?
0: Your well, I guess
1: I guess that doesn't matter because you're it's talking mana value. Mhm. So it you just would not be able to to cast it
0: you just can't cast a zero yeah period yeah. With, with trinosphere trinosphere always wins so you have to or pay like a three. failure you still have to pay the one
1: yeah um but it doesn't change its mana value no. which doesn't change the x which means you still can't cast zeros yeah so yeah i think they worded it in such
0: a way to specifically make it so you can't cast zeros
1: makes sense yeah
0: i mean uh, the glimpse of whatever like the glimpse of tomorrow decks, like the the cascade decks mm-hmm. uh, would have been like uh would have really liked to have a three that is like a reasonable unembarrassing thing to play, right and that can also just flash back their their spell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so. I mean, maybe we could have brought back a Shardless Bug if after you cascaded into your uh, Ancestral, you got to uh, also Halo Forager it back. Hell yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) Turn three Shardless Agent, hit my Ancestral. (laughs) Turn four Halo Forage. Yeah, that might have been good. Can't have anything that might get rid of Murktide. Um, (laughs) uh, Must
1: reign supreme.
0: Yeah, I think the card's really good. Like it, I do too. Yeah, a a non embarrassing body, it is value. The fact that you can play stuff out of your opponent's graveyard mm-hmm. is pretty yeah. good, right? I it's mean, super good. You know, if you need to have a right, if they had that removal spell that you need, you can totally mm-hmm. use it. Like, oh, you used the fatal push, but they used a a gopher the throat you're like sweet i guess i'll cash your gopher the throat and kill your thing yep. uh also this this card's going in the cube oh yeah uh this is a pretty sick thing to ninja back to your hand
1: oh yeah it in blue
0: black you're like attack like play it cast a spell next turn attack ninja it back play it
1: cast a spell yeah that's awesome yeah
0: so sorry shadow bait jump You've been you've been replaced,
1: <laughs> been dethroned.
0: Yeah, like I don't know if it's good enough for constructed, like it's mm-hmm. like like for like tier constructed. I think it's good enough for like maybe you know like a goofy fringy constructed thing. But, oh, but this
1: is probably like one of the funnest cube cards that's been printed in a while.
0: Oh yeah, like it's like powerful, but like lets you do fun things. Right And like, oh, can I set up like value loops and stuff like that? Like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, I think this could be a fun archetype. There is something like this format, the way the cards read and some of the stuff in the set reads, this format's going to be slower. Mm-hmm. Right. There's I think like,
1: we touched on that last week, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, but there's like six mana removal spells and like yeah. a bunch of big things. And
1: it's like, Incubate tokens gumming up the board.
0: Yeah. And like, you've got to have two mana to put into your incubate token, yep. right? Like it doesn't do you any good to make an incubate token and then never have the time to flip it. Right. So like being able to like set up like vanquish the week. And then on turn six, play this and vanquish the week again, doesn't seem like it
1: is out of the realm of possibilities. Of course. I think that's what we said last time too. And, uh, <laughs> didn't quite work out that way. Well, I don't know. So perhaps you thought sh- Toxic was going to play out grindier with corrupt. Like we oh, didn't think Toxic yeah. was just going to end games.
0: Yeah, yeah. You would talked about like, oh, like maybe it's just get to three or four. But a lot of people felt that way. And then yeah. like the fact that the tokens don't block is just like, oh yeah, they don't do anything unless you turn them sideways. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, we don't have another like you're dead on turn five every game. All right, what's up next?
1: Next, we have green white, which is plus one plus one counters. Shock. Uh, we have, yeah, surprise. Uh, Botanical Brawler is the signpost uncommon here. It is green white for a zero zero elemental Ooh. warrior with trample. And it enters the battlefield with two plus one plus one counters on it. Whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are put on another permanent you control, if it's the first time counters have been put on a permanent this turn, put a plus one plus one counter on Botanical Brawler. So this is wasn't there a Hydra that did this? Uh, from um, like one of the core sets recently, like Core Twenty One or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think that wasn't uncommon too. But I don't think it had trample. Uh, I, I know think it did It just I became just, like a trample.
0: Yeah, it just became... <laughs> but like little elemental brawlers do. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, look at this guy. He's a horse. Of course he tramples. Early it's a hydra. Horse sparks.
0: It's a giant thing with multiple heads, and it's just like it bonks into an elf, and then like, well, <laughs> can't go any further. I yep, killed that, that elf, elf, but I'm done. I'm, I'm tired now. <laughs> <laughs> murdering that elf took too much energy um like this is interesting because it's encouraging you to like go kind of tall right uh yeah well, I mean I mean yes and no it wants you it wants you to put counters on stuff so go wide put counters on things it you build thing.
1: skyscrapers really tall what well, no multiples at the same time
0: fair yeah um but the fact that it has trample just makes it so so difficult to deal with. Like you can't chump block it, right? Um, Which is good. And I think there's a couple things that put like counters on on like all of your creatures, mm-hmm. or oh, and it's on that permanent this turn, not on a permanent, right? Is, oh, so if you yeah. put, if you put four, if you put four plus one plus one counters on your stuff, yep. you, um, get to put four plus one plus one counters
1: on this, which is cool because these would trigger off of each other also. So if you had two of these and a third nerd and you put a counter on the third nerd, then each of these would get a counter and then see the counters from the other one and get and another trigger counter Trigger again. Yeah. And they well, re- cool.
0: they get really big really fast. Yeah. Um, I mean, if that deck is like at all viable, like this card is just the most ridiculous thing to play on turn two imaginable. Yeah. Where you're just like it will be
1: out of control by turn four.
0: Yeah, it'll just be like ginormous, and you'll just be like, oh, okay, I guess I yep. imagine like curving botanical brawler into botanical brawler.
1: Yeah. You you end up with two three threes. Yes, on turn Uh, three plus a mana up to is there a one mana put a counter on something? Uh,
0: I don't know. There's a two mana. uh, Oh gosh, what was what is it called? Uh, They like give protection, put a plus uh, something feet from. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's one. This one has protection from colorless. Or okay. colors and give a and give a counter, but I don't think there's just a one mana one. But I will, I will look. Oh well, there's backup
1: plays with this too.
0: Yes, it does. So that, well, there's that's...
1: a there's a one mana zero one with backup. Okay. That so you... when it dies, you put its counters on a creature you control. So if you like your turn three you went or your turn two you went brawler into like brawler this nerd like your your brawlers are gigantic
0: yes uh yes enduring bond warden is the card uh but yeah like that is um i think that it it seemed like there was a lot of good support Mm -hmm. um so like and they have like what is effectively um, conclave mentor Mm -hmm. but it's uh, two in a green if one or more plus one plus one counters we put on a permanent you control that many plus one plus one counters uh, put that many plus one counters on that permanent instead like that's just like kind of nutty so like there is definitely the support to make it happen
1: Well, that's a uh, rare though, right?
0: No, that's an uncommon.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about
0: the Azalith. No, this is Kami of Whispered Hopes. Oh, so okay. it's three and a green for a one-one. And then oh, yeah, tap goes. to add X-mana of one color where X is Kami of uh, yeah. Whispered Hopes power. So, like, yeah, seems pretty decent. Nice. But yeah, no, I mm-hmm. think that this could like this could definitely like run away with the game.
1: Oh, you know what? These also trigger with um, incubate tokens.
0: Is it permanent? Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. See, this just says a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah. Seems like it plays well. uh, This might be like a first pickable uncommon.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to be gold, but like as long as it seems like the supports there. Yeah. Um, Well,
1: like there's a lot of different support. Like the support's baked into like like things. Three different archetypes to do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Next up, battles. Yeah, so green-red is about battles. Mm -hmm. The uh, signpost for this is Rampaging Geoderm. Two red-green for a 3-3 dinosaur beast. It has Trample and Haste, and whenever you attack, target-attacking creature gets plus-one, plus-one until end of turn but if it's attacking a battle it gets a counter instead um so here's about battles i think that so
0: there are like a number of good like red um red and green battles mm-hmm. so that is um that is good uh for mm-hmm. for this right like more than likely you're going to be able to actually... You're going to care battles. about it. Yeah,
1: and flip some battles. Like, in the battles yeah. you're going to flip are good. Um, th- Even, like, some of the lower rarity ones in green, I think are pretty good. mm mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I mean, it attacks as a 4-4. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, 4-mana, four 4-4, four, four Haste. Uh, now, granted, it was Questing Beast, but that was, like, a playable constructed card same with mm-hmm. uh um what is it called um uvenwald oddity yep like this is uvenwald oddity when it attacks yep which again that was a constructed playable card so it was a
1: mythic right <laughs> uh yeah it was a
0: mythic um and i give this attacks a battle it just becomes uvenwald oddity for like the right. rest of the game It doesn't flip, but come on, you can't get everything out of your Uncommon. Uh,
1: (laughs) No, it seems like a pretty good Uncommon. Yeah,
0: I think so. One thing that kind of goes against my, like, hopefully this is a small format or a slow format is Mm -hmm. if I get Scryfall to work, Scryfall is apparently taking a break today. um, I feel like there's a lot of cards that have haste in this format. Oh, okay. Um now, like I, I, was, really that, but... I was listening to LR because they were just joking that like seemingly every other like rote and Greek card they talked about was like and haste. I have haste, and it's like okay. okay, so well that is um uh like that is fine uh, to like kill battles, but like are you gonna be in a situation where it's not about killing battles? where it's just, I have, uh, everything I have has
1: haste. Well, so that was kind of one of the things that I touched on last week when we were talking about the mechanics, was, like, there's, part of that mechanic is cool because there's a decision to be made. And when you cast one, like, you basically need to determine at that point whether you're going to give your opponent four or five life or whether you want the backside of that battle. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you're you're not going to be attacking your opponent. You're going to be attacking the battle if you want that backside. So th- does it make sense if all the creatures in your deck have haste to just dead your opponent instead of trying to flip your battles? Uh, probably.
0: I, I, w- I would agree that that probably is uh, the way to go. So that could be um, kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, what?
1: Did Scribefall give you an answer?
0: Uh, It has timed out. Oh, um, no. Let me, like, open another window of Scribefall here. I, I tried to use Gatherer, but, of course, you can't see the uh, the March of the Machine cards on Gatherer yet because they don't officially exist. Uh, Like, slow clap for wizards. Uh, good job, yep. guys. <laughs> um,
1: Seems like that's their MO, so...
0: Yeah, to get slow clapped and then be sad about it. Um, yeah, come on, you can do it. You can do it, Scruffall. Anyway, I mean, if you if the battles are worth flipping, right? Mm-hmm. Like these haste creatures, where like your opponent attacks, and then you're just like, "Wow, smash you, get or smash my battle, flip it." Are gonna be really powerful, and like said, this is a in. Was it Thundering Raju? Yeah, yep. thundering Thundering Raju was uh, a standard playable card, like kind of tier two, mm-hmm. and it was a rare, and it was basically this card. Mm-hmm. Um, so cards that like innately have haste. Uh there's a the 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 mountain cycling guy. It's a five five with haste. Mm-hmm uh there's a two three with haste in red um kogla and yadaro can get haste until end of turn this guy um that's the commander card uh the weird the weird uh vehicle the four one ship mm-hmm. yep. has haste there's rampaging Raptor which is. Okay, put this, put this ramp, ramp rampaging raptor, two red red for a rare, for mm-hmm. four four trample haste. Yep, we're right gonna bes- talk about him later. Yeah, but right beside him, two red green. When I attack, I'm a four four trample haste. Right, like they're kind of the same card. It's this is very close to being like rare power level. Yeah. Um. And then there's like the the black red rankle card. Mm-hmm. Has has haste, ravenous sailback has haste, the convoke four four dragon has haste. Mm-hmm. Um, Jiru and
1: Hav- Hazaret have haste, right? If
0: you're if you're heck bent, right? Yeah. Uh, Sarkon and Gorklaw, When a creature comes into play, it gets bigger and gets haste. Yes. Uh Then we have one of the like terrible like. One or two mana creatures that tap and give something haste. Yeah. And it also has haste for reasons.
1: <laughs> so um, it can give its haste to somebody else. Mm hmm. Uh,
0: we've got a two mana instant that makes a land a 4 4 with haste. With haste. Uh, and then there's like the Jeskai mythic that has it. So there's a lot of things with haste, right? Yeah. Like there are like 10 or so things with haste so maybe it just is you play red green get them dead but this card seems really strong even if you don't care about battles yeah right the battles almost feel the battle part feel, almost feels like trinket text
1: yeah and I didn't like go super go through the rest of the set to see if there's a bunch of like battles matter cards but I, I think there's a lot of playable battles so maybe yes. they go hand in hand maybe you just get your opponent dead we will find out in about a week. Um, so hmm,
0: this seems like uh, this seems like there are too many um. Oh, so you can't just search battle because it gives you every card that says battlefield, and that's a oh. problem. Yeah, that is a problem. We we discovered this the hard way. That is a problem. Don't do that. Yep. Uh, we have learned. All right. Um, next up we have. Blue Red Convoke. So this is Joyful Storm Sculptor. A three red uh three blue red for a two three human shaman. Mm-hmm. And he uh when he comes into play you create two one, one, blue and red elemental creature tokens. Uh so kinda like Maverick
1: Thopterisk. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it doesn't have Convoke itself. Like Maverick Thopters right. had a way to like make itself cheaper, but then When you cast a spell that has Convoke, uh, it deals one damage uh, to each opponent in each battle they protect. Okay. So, it is, like, if you get it down on five, it gives you two bodies that if you have a bunch of Convoke spells can start paying for it. So, you can, like, kind of get that value right away. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, five mana for four or five worth of stats is okay. Okay. Right? I mean again, Maverick Thopterus was awesome sixty years ago.
1: Well it was also awesome when it
0: only cost three mana. True. Um yeah. so like if there's enough like convoke spells that really matter, uh but it well, kind of there's might... a
1: bunch of like blue red token makers, right?
0: There are. There are. So like just looking so like there's a counter spell. That you, that, you could live the dream and have a two mana effectively cryptic command, mm-hmm. um, and then there's like, uh, some weird, uh, a weird. Convoke ing- draw
1: two cards. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Convoke give things. Uh, give things. Uh, haste. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like blue and red ones. So there's a yeah. reasonable number.
1: Um, Tuck something. mm -hmm.
0: Uh, they're stoke the flames, which we had talked about before. Yep. And like some of them, like shatter the source. It's like one mana too expensive for Convoke, which like is probably fine, right? Like sometimes like Convoke costs are like way more than they should be. Like Shivan Branch Burner five red red for a four four flying haste like that should maybe be like like that's like two mana too expensive
1: yeah right well for modern magic don't we like isn't the raise the alarm in red this time though um it is it's
0: ral something or other it makes two elementals yeah uh also going in the cube supports the elemental theme (laughs) (laughs) there you go
1: yeah yeah, so... Are And are they blue-red elementals? They are so blue-red elementals. Can, so they kind of help fix your mana, too, if you're mm-hmm. trying to convoke blue spells. Yeah, like,
0: you could do, like, that on fo- on two, and then on four, like... Or on uh, three, but if you don't hit a blue source, you can cash your blue convoke spells.
1: Yep. And if you're trying to go, like, kind of wide, um, the Trumpet Blast is... Convoke, also. So, like, if you're trying to make a bunch of tokens to help your Convoke, mm-hmm. we have a Burning Sun's Fury here. It's Convoke and two creatures get plus two plus... Oh, I guess it's just two creatures, but they get yeah. plus two, plus oh, and Haste.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that card's fine. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know, you take your small elementals and you use them to, like, like, pump something up pretty pretty big time. Yep. So... Yeah, like I think this could be f- fine. It's just one of the things that at five mana, and then it wants you to cast spells. A lot of times, your hand's going to be empty, so you yeah. have to like focus on making sure you have those draw twos and stuff to have your hand full to get the to get the value.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might not be great for like this particular limited environment. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see what mm-hmm. this limited format looks like. But it's kind of a unique take on the spells archetype. Mm -hmm. which might have some ramifications for cube, I guess. (laughs) Cube
0: or like just like, so one cube and two, like maybe other limited formats going forward where like you can do stuff that cares about spells, but it's not just like cast a spell, get a trigger. Yeah. It's like maybe cast a certain type of spell or cast a spell a certain way or whatever. You know, kind of <laughs> like the the blue green, like kind of like kicker archetype, where it's like right. maybe like you could be like, oh, if the spell is like kicked or escalate ex, escalated or whatever, whatever knockoff kicker we're going to use in the next set, right. Um. So next up we have, uh, black green incubate. Yeah,
1: we have uh, elvish vat keeper here is the signpost. It's one black green for a 3-3 Phyrexian Elf. When Elvish Fat Keeper enters the battlefield, Incubate 2. And then you can pay 5 and transform target Incubator token you control and double the number of plus 1 plus 1 counters on it. Um, that seems pretty good. I mm-hmm. think like the standard Incubate is 2. The standard is 2, yeah. And then there's a few that make more than that, but... I mean, I could definitely see if you had an Incubate 3 or 4 or like, making a 6-6 six, six or an 8-8 eight, eight is way... Like, that's worth 5 mana for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if you have, like, an Incubate 2, if you don't have anything to do with your mana,
1: mm-hmm.
0: just, like, paying 5 and making it a 4-4, yeah. like, yeah. that, is, that is definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. So this is one that makes me feel like this format will be slow, because you can't put, like, a 5-mana activated ability... Right. On a card from Frexia all will be one. Yeah. Because it just wouldn't have that line of text.
1: Well, I, I mean, it is po- a possibility that this card just doesn't have that line of text.
0: It is very true. Because
1: um, a... Uh, I mean, if you think about it, a three mana 3-3 three, three is like kind of about rate. And then a three mana 3-3 three, three that also leaves behind a body is... Mm-hmm kind of above right so like maybe that text just doesn't exist
0: it might not it might just be you like do this and then on the following turn you flip your incubate you play like a removal spell and you bash for five yeah and like now they're now the clock is real and they're like oh no Mm -hmm. yep Uh, but it does give you like i said like if you just have extra mana Mm -hmm. also it like you know if you Have something to do on four, and if your turn five is, pay five, flip my incubate, make it a four four attack with a three three, the four four I just made and like the four four I had from the previous turn, Mm -hmm. right? Like that gets you dead real fast.
1: Oh, I didn't think about that. If you flip the incubate, it kind of has pseudo haste, right? Because it doesn't leave the battlefield, so it was still on the battlefield.
0: Um. So it doesn't get hey.
1: Mm. Well, so, so if you flip it the turn, you make the incubate. You're you're correct. It doesn't have haste. But, but the following you, turn, following turn, if you flip it, then it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It so haste.
0: it doesn't. That creature doesn't have to go around the doesn't have to go through right. your upkeep again. It just it's already gone through your upkeep, so it gets to attack that turn because yeah. the permanent it is is the incubator token, right? Um... Interesting. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. Yeah, but, like, you you can just,
1: like, spiral a game pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, especially if you, uh, this second ability, I guess, is a little bit more powerful at that point. Yeah. You are know, flipping... You're making a 6-6 six, six that... That's pretty... pretty, yeah. Pretty impressive, I think. Can change some combat math quickly.
0: So I'm just looking at, like, um... Uh... Okay, I'm just going to read this from what we... So, Converter Beast, three and a green, for an O-1. Okay. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, Incubate 5. Oh! So if you, like, Elvish fat Keeper into that, and then get to untap, you just attack with a 10-10? On Yikes. turn 5? Like, that seems... That's that seems pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um That uh, is not the makings of a slow format.
0: <laughs> that is not. That is not. Um And then uh now this is this card only works if the format's slow. Tangled Skyline, four and a green, enchantment, it enters the battlefield, you gain five life, incubate five.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Like that. Uh whatever it is. Honey Mammoth or whatever was mm-hmm. good because it gains you life and it was there to perform block. This gains right. you life and then gets you smashed. <laughs> Does not get to block. Yep. Uh but there are some large ish incubate values in like green mm-hmm. that like would work really well with Vat Keeper to just make something huge.
1: Um I mean, it would push you into three colors. I guess there's fixing for three colors in this Mm -hmm. format, right? Yeah. Um, But we're going to talk about a card in a little bit in blue. That kind of helps supercharge this guy, too. Ooh,
0: okay. I like it. I like it. So uh,
1: what is red-white doing? Uh, Red-white is aggro, uh, Mm -hmm. but it's like backup aggro, I guess, um, using the backup mechanic. Uh, the signpost we have here is mirror shield hoplite. It's a red and a white for a two, two human soldier with vigilance. Whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a backup ability, copy that ability. You may choose new targets for the copy and this ability triggers only once each turn. Uh, that seems pretty powerful.
0: Yeah. I mean, making it so like all of your creatures get like, put like two plus one plus one counters on the battlefield. Yeah. Right, like, doing, like, Mirror Shield Hoplite into, you know, just any 3 mana thing, it's a 3-3, three, three. the other thing also is a, you know, whatever, a 2-2 two, two or a 3-3 three, three itself, like, you just are always, your creatures are always going to be bigger than your opponents.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this seems pretty good. Yeah. There's a, isn't there a white backup creature that, like, gives hex proof, too? The blue one does. Oh okay.
0: Uh, the there's there's a flash blue, nerd. Uh okay. But like so we got the one man backup creature. Uh, I mean there's hanger scoundrel or sorry hanger scrounger, that's a two mm-hmm. one with backup one that like lets you rummage, like okay. mirror shield hoplite into that guy, gets mm-hmm. a rummage with your mirror shield and. Have two plus one plus one counters. There's the five drop that um, uh, has flying. Get to do that mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. Um. There's a four drop that gives first strike. And there's a and I think there's a rare there's a rare that gives it has backup two. But pretty much the everything thrill else seeker.
1: is.
0: Yes, the thrill seeker. But everything yeah. else is pretty much backup one. I guess there's a the black one that's back up too. There's a five mana one that gives double strike. Giving two things double Ooh. strike would be uh, would be silly. Yeah. Oh, the, the the big red mountain cycling one has back up too as well. So there's a few that like would be really, really good.
1: Um, the mountain cycling card? Yeah. It says, haste, hey, not back up. I'm looking right at it. Ernest uh, Host Charger, Haste Mountain Cycling.
0: Oh, is this I'm sorry. Is this um This is a commander card. I'm sorry. I was looking to get Crack uh, Smasher Yeti. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We've I was commander
1: cards clogging up our podcast.
0: Yeah, Icky.
1: Um, <laughs> you feel dirty now? I I do already.
0: <laughs> I sometimes will look if I'm like I don't recognize that that card. But but yeah, I did not even did not even think to look. So yeah, but there's enough that like makes this pretty powerful that you could have like a pretty good curve out. Yeah. Now, like the I guess the problem with backup is if you put the counter on the creature that came in, you get like the creature at rate. Mm-hmm. Right? Like and so if you move the counter somewhere else, you've made something bigger like maybe above rate, but then you're left with a below rate body. Right. This like takes care of that, where you're always going to be like an above rate body plus an at rate body. Right. So like this could also be an uncommon that you're like, okay, I am going to take this and just take everything that says back up. Mm-hmm. And if I
1: thing with easy mode enabled.
0: Yeah. If I, if I, if I had this in my opening hand, I probably would. Yeah. So, uh, could be something to think of. All right. And then green blue transformation.
1: Yeah. Uh, double face and transform. The uh, This is mutagen connoisseur. Mm-hmm. One green blue for a 0 5 Vidalkin mutant with flying and vigilance mutagen connoisseur gets plus one plus oh for each transformed permanent you control
0: so first this card just uh when you play it you just say summon block
1: Mm -hmm. it is just blocking very
0: well whatever whatever your opponent attacks with block block yep um so if you so this is weird right if you've transformed a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. presumably you're winning correct because you've had you, enough time to transform time your things. You had time to transform your stuff, yes. And now your things are better, right? So, I guess being an 05 gets you to that point. Yes, it does. Um, but it's kind of a little win more ish in that regard. Like you were already bit. you were already going to be winning because you had four cards that had transformed. Um, now yeah. another thing to remember is. they're not counters so if you have three things transformed and your opponent attacks with a uh a two three and you Mm -hmm. block and then they kill one of your transform things this loses one power
1: it does so like this is is a bunch of transforming stuff though because all your all your incubates transform And there, I think there's a common and an uncommon cycle of like Phyrexian transform cards. Yeah, and all the battles.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. No, like it could definitely work, but
1: no. I, I, I understand what you're saying. It's it, a a little bit of win more.
0: Yeah, it would. I don't know. It almost be better. Like you know. If it drew a card whenever something transformed, that might be too good. But like that, oh, just yeah, at it least. Be too good. But that just like kind of powers you into the late game. This is just kind of like I'm gonna cross my fingers and hold on right. and hope that like blocking with this guy gets me to the late game. And yep. then once I'm in the late game, then I can try to like end the game with this thing real fast. Mm-hmm. But like, presumably, have a bunch of other stuff. So we, zero five is a big butt though. It is a huge booty. Sir so yep. Mix-a-Lot approved, but... Yeah. Um, not even a chuckle. Sorry, I tried. Uh, <laughs> um, so, we are about an hour in. Mm-hmm. So, we could kind of end it with limited time. Or sure. start to go through stuff. If we're going to end it with limited time, I do want to talk about those Phyrexian Transform cards. Okay. Just some yeah, things uh, to think yeah, about. Yeah, let's do that. So... With the Phyrexian Transform cards, a few things. Unless you're under a lot of pressure, paying the Phyrexian mana is probably better than waiting the extra turn.
1: Absolutely. Right, so... They're they're kind of uh, costed uh, unaggressively.
0: Yes, they are unaggressively. They're a little bit
1: high for what you get in most cases.
0: And so it might be... It's probably best to save that mana... Mm-hmm. And just flip it over as fast as you can. So there's like, right, the two-mana 1-1 one, one Death Toucher that flips into uh, a 3-3 three, three Death Touch that uh, when it deals combat damage to a player, draws a card. And it mm-hmm. does that for four in a Phyrexian. At four mana, that card is kind of fine. At five mana, it's a little mm-hmm. pricey. Right, so yeah. the sooner you can flip it into the Ophidian, the right. better, right? Um, what's another one? I was just like looking at the whole set here. Um, Ready, right, one mana, a one mana two two, or sorry, a two mana two two that transforms for three in a green, and it transforms into a three three uh, that makes a uh, that makes a one one, and and then dies into a one one. Yeah, you'd much rather go like. One, and then on turn three, flip it into the 3-3 three, three that makes a 1-1. One, one. These also do some of, like, the, the Blight Reaper Thallet is the one I just talked about. That, like, this card does a lot of what Bone Diet Giant used to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is, like, it's your two drop and it's your thing to do on three mana. Yeah. So, like, it can fill your curve and give you, like, so you don't waste your mana. But,
1: I really like that guy.
0: Yeah, like, it's it it's basically doubles the amount of power and toughness you have on the battlefield. Yeah. And, like, if you really, like, are worried that 1-1 one, one stays back to block and you just bash with your 3-3, three, three, yep. and if you're worried about your life total, it gives you a chump blocker while you can still pressure them. Mm-hmm. Um. So... Uh, Just make sure that you you are aware that if you're not under pressure, that that two life doesn't matter a ton. And then I think there is enough instant speed removal that you should not be like willy-nilly flipping these into open mana.
1: Oh, that's a good point.
0: Right? Like the last thing you want to do is just like, you know, turn two, play your, your Thalid, turn three, just be like yeah i'm going to like just flip this thing and your opponent has empty uh open mana and you just yeah. get to they just get to get you and you like they time walk you and they get your creature and you're just like oh my gosh this was awful right at that point it's life. just better just like yeah and you paid two life it's just yeah. better for you to be like you know what i'm just going to like use my mana on something else mm-hmm. so let's see here um
1: This uh, Kenra Spell Spear, if we're going to call this episode a little early, maybe this is a good place to talk about this one card. We did have some, uh, I can't remember if I put it on the list or not. Oh,
0: is this the Prowess 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 thing?
1: Yeah. Um, I did did put it on the list, but we can talk about it here if you want to. Okay, sure. So Kendra Spellspear is 1 and a red for a 2-2 Trample Prowess, which is kind of weird. Um, but it is 3 and a Phyrexian Blue to transform, and it turns into a 3-3 with Trample, Ward 2, and Prowess Prowess. Um,
0: if, um, what is he called? Patchy? if patchwork automaton has shown us anything war two on a cheap creature is Means unkillable <laughs> is a beating right yep. you just have to like especially like in limited there aren't there aren't going to be a ton of a ton of ways to deal with that cheaply And prowess, prowess, this might be
1: one that you like cast on two, and then like if your opponent doesn't have open mana, you flip it like as soon as possible.
0: Oh, absolutely! Like Like if they just
1: dump your mana into a turn three, like if you play tap, dump your mana.
0: Yeah, if they play if you play a two drop and then they play a two drop, you just flip yours, yeah, attack for three, and then like next turn, you hope you have like removal spell Mm -hmm. and anything else. Also, because we're kind of encouraging you to play the to pay the, uh, the Phyrexian cost as life, mm-hmm. Um, these cards aren't tied to their Phyrexian color. Right? Correct. So, if you are a red-black deck and you see uh, the Spell Spear, mm-hmm. it's still good in your deck. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a 2-mana 2-2. It does that at base level, and then like if you play vanquish the week, it still gets a prowess trigger and you mm-hmm. can flip it for just, it always will flip for three and two life. Right. Right. So you don't think that like, oh, I'm red, black. I can't take this card because it has a blue Phyrexian mana symbol. It's like, no, 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 no. Just take it. You don't have to actually like ever pay that mana.
1: Um, this like prowess triggers off of battles,
0: right? Uh, yeah. Cause it's a non creature spell.
1: Yeah, so this would actually be pretty sick in the red green battles deck.
0: Oh yeah, like you play the battle, get whatever. Yeah, got two prowess triggers, so you have a five five trampler. Yeah,
1: and you went and got two lands.
0: <laughs> yeah, like,
1: ramped yourself.
0: And then you attack it, and they're like, "Well, I don't want it to have like whatever is behind this battle." Right. But that is a th- like that's what's hard though, right? Like if you if you go like battle, make a five five trampler. Like, yes, like, you can attack the battle and flip it, and maybe that's the right choice, but, like, I know it's really hard not to go, like, well, if I have a removal spell on my hand, I attack them and five them, and then next turn, I kill their thing, and then I five them again, and now they can't ever attack me again because I'm on the verge of killing them.
1: Well, right. I mean, that one in particular, I called out because I think the front side's worth it. Oh, absolutely. I don't don't know. I I couldn't even tell you what the back side did. That'll be for next week. Um, But that one in particular, you play this guy on two, you flip it on three, it gets ward. On four, you migration path, go get two lands, double prowess, crash in for five, and then you got six mana, seven mana your next turn to do whatever with.
0: Yeah, you cast a bunch of spells and smash them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that, like, those are... Like, I think that is going to be the tension in the set as a whole, is, like, do you attack the battle or not? Mm-hmm. Right, like, is it... I can take a quarter of their life total or flip this battle. And It's yeah. like, mmm... Uh, so, I think that's... Like, I think that's all the stuff with the flip cards. Um... Was just be careful to not get yourself all the way blown out. Yeah. Um. Right. And also keep in mind that, like, you might be able to get your opponents, especially, like, at the beginning of the format. If you're like, oh, I'm going to hold up this removal spell I have, and then I'm going to get them. Right. That is still, like, just keep in mind that, like, that is something that, like, you can do and really, like... Mm-hmm. um punish someone for being a little careless yeah and there's so many things to like put your mana into that like even if you end up not doing um they end up passing and not flipping their thing you may Mm -hmm. just have an incubate token hanging around to flip or something it's not like you're just gonna like waste that mana right because they didn't they didn't do the thing and let you get them so yeah, so here's the hoping that we get to play like long games where decisions matter. That would mm-hmm. be nice. Um, and there's
1: a lot of mechanics that support that theory. So. Yes,
0: there are. Hopefully, hopefully I'm right. I'm just trying to look at like real quick how many instant speed removal spells are there. Um, there's uh, one in black. Um, one in green. There's another one in black, but it's four mana. Mm-hmm. Um there's a blue bounce spell that costs one mana if the creature's attacking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something to to look out for. Um there's another instant speed black removal spell that only costs two mana. Uh if your opponent is playing black, they more than likely have an instant speed removal spell to just, like, annihilate you. Yes, yeah, so... Okay. There's a fourth uh, common or uncommon black instant speed removal spell. <laughs> there is a fifth one if you count the one at rare. Mm-hmm. Um. hmm Yeah, so black really has a ton. Green has one, has another one for three mana. Okay, black has a- another one. So, seemingly, a bunch of the black removal is all instant. And then red has Volcanic Spite. Mm-hmm. Um, That's
1: really weird that they're uh, like incentivizing mana sinks, but also have instant speed removal plentiful those things should be at odds with each other
0: yeah like you would think that they would be like we want you to use your mana sinks and not just get destroyed you end up with
1: a spider man meme where everyone's just pointing at each other yeah
0: I can't flip because if I flip you get me (laughs) yeah so there are five common or uncommon instant speed black removal spells and two in green and one in red or yeah. i guess two in red but shatter the source is six mana with convoke so that's still pretty pricey oh and soak the flame so there are three red ones as well a yeah. uh, varying costs. so yeah j- just be careful out there don't just like jam into uh especially don't jam into swamps yeah because uh that'll that'll get you and having it so you can only activate them at sorcery speed—it's not like you can respond to removal spells, right? Right. So you make the first move, and then you're just like done. So,
1: yeah. Well, I—I I think they, if you remember back to our uh, back in my day episode with morphs, mm-hmm. um, that's probably why they did these at sorcery speed because mm-hmm. they didn't want like combat blowouts.
0: Yeah, I would guess no I agree I agree right they didn't want it to be like you know cause it used to be if Morrissey would attack and then it was like I'm gonna put my creature in front of this 2-2 and really hope it doesn't flip into a 6-6 six, six. yeah or you know or you guessed wrong and it didn't flip into a 6-6 six, six, but then they flipped the other one into a 6-6 six, six and killed you killed you yeah you're like oh well I guess I was dead either way thank you mm-hmm. um I totally see it like it probably makes for a better gameplay experience in combat but it does kind of like push especially with as many black instant speed removal spells it -hmm. does kind of like you're being designed into being trapped. Right. Right? Like if I want to flip this I have to do it on my turn and they can just have up mana and then they'll just like get me. Mm -hmm. But yeah just be mindful like I think you're safe against white. And mostly yeah, safe th- against blue. Yeah, and yeah, the
1: white ones are all either enchantment based or like care about attacking creatures. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, like the green ones require another creature, like they're like fight or like bite spells. Yeah. Um. So like if you can have um. So, and then the red ones are also like you know they're red. They're they're damage based image based yeah but just be mindful that you like might get got so all right so with all that i think we have
1: a limited show we have a limited show part one of two for mother (laughs) or march of machines set review yeah for the mom
0: set the mom Um, set so um if you want to reach out to us on social media all those links, even the new ones, are in the
1: description below. And one of the old ones. And <laughs> One of the old ones. We're gonna work on it. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. Work in progress. Bear with us. Uh yeah, hit us up social media. It'll give you uh not that we need any more. We have plenty of cards to talk about, but it'll give you one last chance to get in your uh your submissions of cards that you want to hear about. Um hit us up any any place down there in the doobly doo and uh we'll talk about them. If you're looking to support the show, you can use our new TCG Player affiliate link, casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Um, follow that link to get to TCG Player. Anything you purchase, we'll get a percentage of to help keep the show going, pay our fees, and we got to fund this new uh, new website venture somehow. So help us out. Uh, if you want to help us directly, patreon.com slash is how you can do that. You can chip a couple bucks in. It'll uh, it'll help pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh. Also, in return, you get access to our show notes. You get access to more content in the form of our pre-show. And you get put on a mailing list for when I have cool stuff to send out. So if that sounds good to you and you want to help the show out, you can chip a couple bucks in at patreon.com. Flash casual tryhard mtg all right so with that we'll
0: catch you on the internets catch you on the internets